Yeah, I mean, I'm glad we were able to kind of, uh, you know, blow this out into a larger discussion of Gervais, because, I mean, the less said about this special, the better. I mean, uh, obviously, the uh, jokes about trans people are the ones that have uh, been drawing the most attention. And, you know, they are exactly what you'd expect. But I mean, for the most part, this is just pretty mediocre stand-up comedy. There are a few other things that I thought landed for me. I thought there was some pretty good dark humor at the end when he was talking about, you know, his mom's funeral and how, you know, he and members of his family sort of like got through it by telling these uh, these very dark jokes. I mean, I think that's a kind of a flash of the sort of thing uh, about him that I used to like and probably provides a, a certain context for some of the other stuff he's trying to do and, and, and failing to do. I mean, I really think he, he comes out of a comedic tradition like a, a lot of British comedians do where discomfort is a major structuring force. And so he seems to think that there's something inherently funny and inherently defensible about that. And I think he's unable to really see the jokes um, you know, in this case, the jokes about trans people, uh, you know, in a, in a wider context. And I feel like on some fundamental level, he really doesn't understand what it is that people object to about uh, this style of humor. Well, he understands because he has heard many comedians say it before that comedy is tragedy plus time. That bit that you just cited about his mother's funeral, uh, you know, it does work because that's his own personal tragedy. And he's been able to and he's able to explain in a way that any audience can empathize with the way that comedy helped him through it. But all the stuff about trans people, uh, you know, the, the thesis statement of the special, such as it is, comes about midway through when he says words to the effect of, I joke about rape, pedophilia, the Holocaust, I joke about all that, but the one issue that I can't seem to joke about is the trans issue. But look, all I care about are jokes. That's all they are, jokes. I, inc- I joke about everybody, folks. I mean, it's not very fun to have to poke holes in his logic, but I guess that's what we're here for. The animating idea behind his jokes about pedophilia is that pedophilia is bad, or that it's ridiculous and in bad taste to make jokes about something as horrific as pedophilia. That's the point of those jokes. That's the structuring assumption of them. But the structuring assumption of his jokes about trans people is, isn't it ridiculous that someone with a penis would identify as a woman? That's the meaning of those jokes. And it's amazing that he can't understand that, but he you're right, he genuinely doesn't understand that. You know, and it's especially strange, you know, given uh, some of the positions he's taken in the past. I mean, even this special has a bit where he's he's sort of going in on homophobia and particularly homophobia that, you know, has a religious motivation. Um, and he's just unable to see that he's, you know, now partaking in, you know, the contemporary equivalent of a lot of this. I mean, Ricky Gervais supported Jeremy Corbyn and the Labour Party in 20 2017. Um, and he was actually pretty vocal about his support for gay rights in the past when uh, same-sex marriage became legal in England and Wales. I note that he called it a victory for all of us. Uh, that was a direct quote. And he said, anything that promotes equality promotes progress and you can't take equality too far. So I think in in many ways, you can just see him as a sort of casualty of the culture war. Like he's really somebody who's orienting his comedy just in, you know, he's doing it in a very reactive way 